Hey, what's up, guys and girls around the world? <laughs> uh, it's me, your friendly neighborhood, Steve, and it is, it is April 16th, and I'm in another noisy area. It's April 16th. You guys hear that shit? It's a fucking garbage truck. Which means... Steve is parked in his car. Um, still in Riverside. Hi, it's... Another week has gone by and I am still in Riverside. Still looking after my mom and occasionally my sister. My mom's slowly getting stronger. Um... Like I said, it's April 16th. It's Tuesday, 2019. Not a lot has changed. <laughs> um, other than the fact that I'm getting used to this, which is weird. Like I just, it's like I've lived here now for two weeks at my mom's house. And it's just like, this is what the way it is now. I'm still the only only person taking care of her. Um, so that's something. Um, she's getting stronger, though. I, I can tell, you know, when she first hurt her hip slash back slash leg... If she needed to go to the bathroom, it took her forever to get up and out of bed. And she had to use a walker to get to her bathroom. And her toilet is probably 20 feet from the bed. Her bathroom's right next to the bedroom, obviously. And uh, she could just barely move really gingerly with the walker. It would take her forever to get to the bathroom. And I would have to walk behind her just in case she fell. Like I was walking behind her, you know, with my arms kind of out, just ready to catch her if she fell. Now she's getting there by herself. I don't have to be in the room when she goes to the bathroom. And like last night we were, there's another truck, man. I thought I pulled over in a quiet area and uh, apparently I was wrong. Um, last night we were watching TV <laughs> Every night, it's all. I'm in Groundhog Day. It's literally the same thing every day. I get up, I you know check my email, go to the bathroom, shower, brush my teeth, whatever. Then I go downstairs and I get food for my mom. I get breakfast for my mom, and I bring it up on a tray and get her all situated, and then. Uh, you know, go back and do some writing on my computer, emails, calls, whatever I need to do because I'm away. And then I go visit my sister for a while. And then it's time to come back and get lunch for my mom. And then uh, I do some more work and then um, dinner for my mom. <laughs> 
And then uh, when I get her dinner, I sit in her room with her and we watch TV. We watch Jeopardy, then Wheel of Fortune, and then we watch an hour of the Andy Griffith Show, and then it's bedtime. And it's literally every day. It's Groundhog Day. I wake up and it's the same fucking thing. Same thing, different food. <laughs> I, I try to shake it up. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so last night we were watching TV. We were watching Andy Griffith. My mom gets up to go to the bathroom, gets right up, stands up, grabs the walker, just jets to the bathroom like she's really fast now she's so much stronger so that i can tell a difference but her knee still hurts her knee and it's the knee that she had rebuilt she had knee replacement surgery like four four years ago so uh, she has an appointment at the orthopedist on Friday to get that looked at and x-rayed and I'll be taking her to the orthopedist for that by the way I don't I like being able to help my mom I like that I live close enough that I can help her it's not a chore um, but I am starting to worry about the fact that I'm gonna have to leave to work soon <clears throat> you know I have to leave in one week I'm going to Austin for eight days and then I get back from Austin and I'm having a molar removed like shit has to be significantly different in, within a week I mean she's already a lot stronger so hopefully we figure something out also you know her doctor said uh, you know she qualifies to have a physical therapist and a nurse come visit her at home once in a while and so the past week, since I talked last, a physical therapist came out one day, a nurse came out another day, but it was literally like the physical therapist came out with just paperwork, had my mom sign a bunch of shit and just asked her stuff. Where does it hurt? How bad does it hurt on a scale of one to 10? Blah, blah, blah. And then he left. He didn't do anything. He didn't watch, he didn't say, can you get up and walk with the walker? I need to see, like, he just asked her a bunch of questions and then left. And then the next day the nurse came, did the exact same thing. And then let, like, no actual help was done. I mean, I, know, I guess they have to evaluate to see, you know, what she qualifies for and, and all that. But, I mean, that was last, the end of last week. And here we are at the beginning of this week, and um, no one's been back. Like she's not getting any kind of physical therapy yet. So, Jesus Christ. My sister really fucked up by falling down the stairs. <laughs> like, she lives at home. She could, have, uh, she could have been sharing the duties of taking care of my mom, especially when I leave. But my sister's in this rehab facility, they haven't even gotten to her knee yet. All her rehab so far, her physical therapy has been getting her up and moving around with a walker. So my sister's getting around with a walker and a wheelchair and getting to the bathroom by herself. Now that's all great, but they have done nothing for her knee yet. They haven't starting, 
they haven't starting. They haven't started, you know, any kind of mobility. It's still in a splint. She hasn't bent it in, you know, two weeks. Um, so I don't know when that happens. And I did talk to Busy. A lot of you left messages saying Busy dislocated her knee. Busy, I called, you know, I asked Busy what the recovery was like. She didn't remember. <laughs> She's like, I think I was off crutches in a couple weeks. I think. <laughs> it, it's different for everybody. Some people dislocate their knee and tear ligaments. and So who fucking knows? This... It, it, I have, I really have nothing new to report, which is why in about eight minutes, I'm going to call David Dasmalchian, who's been on one, a couple episodes of this podcast, great guest. And I think I'm also going to, his wife, Eve is also going to get on the phone. Eve, who you remember did the podcast and talked about her seizures that she gets when she throws up. Um, they have a great story. They were both in Italy and Dave got sick and it's kind of a phenomenal story. And so for the past month and a half or so, we've, we keep saying Dave has to get on here and talk about this story. It's pretty amazing. And so I figured there's no better time. I would rather talk in person, but who knows when I'm going to get out of here. I've been to LA once. I went Saturday, this past Saturday, and it was literally just to drive out, get my mail, make sure everything was cool at the apartment, and then drive back. I was in LA. I was in LA. LA? I was in LA for a total of about 45 minutes. And it sucked because it was shit, shit traffic going out there. And shit traffic coming back. It was it was about two hours both ways. So four hours of driving, 45 minutes of being in my apartment. Uh, I don't get this. I've got a lot of great uh, email replies from you guys. Um, which I will be sharing the next time. Um, the next time I do a solo episode. Which will probably be next week. Shit. Shit, man. <laughs> I gotta figure stuff out with my life. <laughs> I'm just running in place. I'm on a treadmill right now. I'm, I keep running and I'm getting nowhere. On the bright side, uh, you know, if you follow me on my Instagram, you know I'm a photographer. It's my hobby. I love doing it. But I always, you know, I have a great camera really great camera, which helps. I think I have a good eye, which helps. Um, but I always just upload my photos from my camera to my phone and I edit them on my phone for Instagram. And I've never really took taken into account that, um, when it's uploading from my phone to my, or from my camera to my phone, it's uploading them in a lower resolution, like smaller file size. So I, edit these photos to look really cool. But if I wanted to print and blow them up, it wouldn't work because they're so small. Um, the file sizes are so small. So I've been meaning to start editing on my computer, my laptop. 
I have Lightroom, which is a, a phenomenal editing, uh, photo editing software. And I've had it for forever, but I've just never figured out how to use it. It's not super intuitive. Um, nothing makes sense on it. So it's not like you can just sit there and kind of figure shit out. Uh, and so I bought a couple weeks ago, I bought this really extensive 20 hour, um, tutorial. Like it's 20 classes. Like a guy taught, this guy taught these classes. There's a, uh, there's a website called creative live and it's just all tutorials on, on the arts, like not, and not just photography, but music, everything. And so, uh, I bought a Lightroom tutorial it's 20 different classes. They're all about an hour each. So it's like 20 hours of just info on this editing software that I've been wanting to learn. And so whenever I have free time, usually at night after my mom goes to bed, I just sit up on my computer learning how to use Lightroom. And it's really working. Uh, you know, if you look at my last few photos on um, Instagram, on my Instagram, at Steve Ag. They're photos that were edited in Lightroom, and I'm already noticing a huge, huge difference. Um, very happy with it. I don't know why I'm telling you this on a <laughs> medical podcast. I'm just trying to waste time until uh, I called Dave and Eve. We agreed on noon, and but I wanted to get on here and update you guys with my past week of <laughs> living in the Inland Empire. For those of you who don't know, in Southern California, there's an area called the Inland Empire, and it's east of Los Angeles. It's between Los Angeles and the harsh deserts of Palm Springs and Palm Desert, and it, it Inland Empire consists of a bunch of different cities like Riverside and San Bernardino and Redlands and Ontario and I believe Upland and Montclair and Claremont. There's just a bunch of towns. It's like, it's the valley. It's like the valley in Los Angeles, only farther away from Los Angeles. And um, a lot more drugs. <laughs> There's a lot of meth out here. Um, like There's this really cool lake near my mom's house. It's a park with this big lake. It's called Fairmont Park. It's really cool. And I've gone there a couple times to try and take photos, but it's literally like the the park is just overrun with like crackheads. Like you can see people doing drugs, dealing drugs. Like it's crazy. And I'm I just drive in and I make one lap around the lake, and I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of my car here. <laughs> so I don't know. I did go. There's a there's a place not far from my mom's it used to be a factory that made uh these little paper cups not dixie cups but i think they were called lily lily was the company that made them and uh when i was a kid my my really good friend and next door neighbor his dad worked at that factory and it was i thought it was so cool because in the front of the building there's a gigantic replica of a plastic cup like 35 feet tall if you look it up online, it says it's 68 feet tall, which is 100% not true. Because that's the size of like a six-story building, <laughs> six or seven-story building. This thing's maybe 30 feet tall. But it's giant, and its claim to fame is like the world's largest paper cup. 
even though it's made out of cement, so I never really <laughs> understood that. But I went and took some pretty cool photos, which I'll be posting soon of that. I'm just driving around in my free time, taking photos and learning how to edit them. All right. We can stop talking to me. And now call David Dastmalchian. Um, let's see. Well, first let me test this out. I'll play, an old, I'll play a voicemail from Spectrum Cable. Hello. This is an automated message from Spectrum <laughs> about an important change in the status of the account belonging to Steve Ogie. Please call us within the next I swear to God, I hate Spectrum Cable. They used to be Charter. And I'm turning that off. They used to be Charter, and now, if you are... I never mail in bills. I always pay them online. And if I'm out of town, if I forget to pay a bill on the due date, like literally the day it's due, I start getting calls from Spectrum. No joke, sometimes upwards of five calls a day, and it's these automated messages. And, uh, oh, that's a text from Dave. He's ready. Um, and then when you pay it, it doesn't really show up on all the computers. And so you keep getting five calls a day. Anyway. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's call David Dastmalchian. Um, audio. Here we go. Oh, hello. Hey, Dave. Oh, hi. <laughs> no, I'm in Riverside, not Ohio. Oh, oh, hi. I'm sorry that you're in Riverside again. Oh, shit. Eve's on the phone, too. Hi, Steve. Are you guys on speaker? Yeah, it doesn't sound weird. No, it sounds all right. I mean, it is a phone call, so it sounds like a phone we're, call, but it sounds fine. We're, we got uh, in the car because we thought it would be a better um, sound situation. Um, you're correct. So, yeah. I'm in my Cause, car. Because otherwise, Penny's okay. going to be interrupting us. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we're doing like the Bluetooth through the car kind of thing. <laughs> Wait, is your daughter sleeping? Uh, no, we just kind of left her inside with some snacks. Yeah, she's got the, those pea snacks that she loves, and then you put out some cheese, and then yeah, there's like a, a water trail, bottle. Like a trail of cheeses. That just go around the house. <laughs> I think we locked everything up. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Great. Be That's fine. cool. Yeah. Well, I've already yep. recorded for about 15 minutes on my own, updating everyone with my situation in Riverside, and which has not changed in two weeks. But uh, uh, Steven, Steven, what are you oh gonna, my goodness! What are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna turn into you're gonna tune into some Hope TV. You're gonna get on that <laughs> couch and watch Hope television around the clock. And uh, no, I, I'm hoping your mom and and your sister have speedy recoveries. And I'm and you're a very, 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 very good son and brother. And we love you. And you're a great person. That's true. I can't argue. 
<laughs> All right. So I didn't really t- give away much other than you and Eve went to uh, Italy. You were working on a short film and then Eve flew out. And that's really all I said other than you had a, a fucked up Good. No, I think it's, it's important for people to know that this is a really romantic story. It is all about the beauty of international travel and... Um, <laughs> And the beauty of, of connecting with people in other cultures and other places and the, and the power of gastroenteritis. Well, it's also deals with one of my biggest fears, which is getting really sick while traveling. Yeah, it's just bad decisions lead to bad experiences. Oh, let's not, let's not start casting <laughs> all, all you have to do is just make good decisions and you won't find yourself in this position. Here's the interesting thing. Decisions, uh, choices that we make, we take adventurous leaps of faith that we try and overcome our fear and sometimes... So you just make smart decisions. Sometimes you're in Milan <laughs> and you're hungry and it's the last minute before bedtime and instead of eating at the simple restaurant downstairs that to present wonderful Milanese Italian fare, you walk down to the Turkish yeah, yeah, yeah. fast food restaurant. Yeah, so you had to walk. You had to walk past this rest, Italian restaurant. A good restaurant that is so close to our apartment that we basically share a courtyard. Yes. but you were too tired to sit to stop there and right. get Italian food. You That's continued true. to walk to, to fast food. I, Turkish fast thing, food. Turkish yeah, yeah. fast food in Milan. I'm going to pass the buck. <laughs> And I'm gonna and I'm gonna justify passing the buck here because knowing that you were arriving in two nights to join me for our romantic excursion in Milan, I thought, <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna deny myself the pleasures of this amazing yeah. restaurant that's downstairs from our apartment because I don't want to spoil myself for the magic of us for the first time sitting candlelit for some delicious, you know, food. <sighs> so instead, I took I took I I, I took the uh, I took the fall. I went to the Turkish fast food restaurant. Oh, okay. I started biting yeah. into the chicken. Ugh. As soon as it hit my palate, I knew I was making a mistake. <laughs> uh, I'm too polite to not keep chewing and swallowing. Uh, um, you just ate it all? I ate, No, I didn't actually eat it all. I took like enough bites, though, that like I, I couldn't tell if it was because I was tired. I'd been traveling for a couple of weeks. I was exhausted. I also had a really bad cold. Um, and so, yeah, you were coming off of me. Oh, you'd been sick for forever. I've been sick since your birthday, Steve. I I was with you with my medical mask on. Yeah. And this was like three weeks after that. (laughs) Yeah. That was insane. So, (laughs) so, so I ate that disgusting, whatever it was. And then uh, I went to work in the morning uh, on a set it was at the the university in milan we were shooting in a morgue we were shooting in a real morgue like i was down laying on a slab that smelled like just formaldehyde and death <laughs> which already was making me not feel great that's what it was literally used for yeah it was used for like medical students it wasn't a set it was an actual oh, it was a real or an actual morgue doors in the wall cool. um the, there was actually a drain in the middle of uh, underneath each yeah, of the tables for blood there was like just a drain where they probably hose everything down after a day of work oh uh, no so i imagine you have to clean those pipes like that's your job like there's a clog in that drain uh, i smelled it you could smell it it was it was it was <laughs> so 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 day one i, I knew it i my stomach just started to feel 
really bad. And sure enough, I went into the bathroom and I just started hurling really violently. I felt awful. And I wanted... <laughs> when, you, when you vomit, the sound is so loud and disturbing. It is? It's, it is. It's so <laughs> loud. And it... it, it it, it sounds unearthly. Like, I think I've heard of enough people puke in my life to know that you have any... Can you give me, like, an example? Like, what is... I don't know what you're talking about. I think my vomiting is really? totally normal. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I it, think it, my it, vomiting it is totally normal. <laughs> At least average. If it's not... Yeah, it's no, average. No, no, no. It's not... It's, I, trust me, it's not. It happens with such a force that it sounds demonic when you vomit. Ew. It sounds demonic. Uh, Next time you vomit, I'm going to record for everyone's enjoyment. Yeah, we'll be back on your show, Steve. Uh, so, no. so I'm in this little tiny off the morgue toilet, um, just just burying, you know. Uh, oh God, it was the worst. And then this PA, the, the the directors spoke fluent English, and several of the members of the crew spoke English really well. But I didn't want to bother the director, and and he was wonderful, and the shoot was really cool. Um, but this this PA that was working with me, I, I was saying, like, I'm sick. My stomach is sick. I want something. Because I just knew if I could just get this out of my body, I'd be okay. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And he runs away for a while. And then I'm like, God, where is that guy? Where is that guy? I'm going to be sick again. I felt so nauseated. And um, and he comes back with the with this, you know, with this medicine, which I just start popping, <sighs> like, thinking it's, you know, going to, like, make me just shit it out or whatever, make, settle my stomach. And I just, and I take a couple and, and it gets worse and I take some more <laughs> and it gets worse. And then the next, the next day was my final day of shooting. Yeah. And now I've been taking those pills. Um, I haven't taken a shit in like, a, like two days at this point. I've just puked a couple times and I've been eating, trying to put food in and drinking a yeah. lot of water. So then Eve gets there that night, and it was this romantic little no. apartment in oh, Milan. Yeah. <laughs> the view out the door of the window was the like... The apartment was romantic, that's true. There's a little cafe, <laughs> the little Italian restaurant, a little flower shop. That was about the only thing that was romantic. <laughs> so I'm already sweaty, clammy, uh, smell bad, and Eve's like, okay... So the next day we get up and I said, screw this. I'm not going to be this sick. And I, and I felt so horrible from the cold and, and it was my, my cold that I had as well. So I went and I took this stuff, the like, the like behind the counter, the stuff they use on Breaking Bad to make meth, that kind of yeah, cold medicine. Yeah, Hard to get. So, yeah. Took that shit. And as a sober person, I've got to say, I felt like I'd relapse. Like I, I felt like I was on cocaine. And even <laughs> I, I'm like, all thousand miles an hour feeling great, right? I yeah. didn't I think I was feeling great? Yeah, but you were real twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> you were great in a way. This is this is true. You, he was great in a way where he kept being like, Wow, this is so great. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And I was just like, Dave and I said to him at one point, I was like, Dave you know, you don't have to talk so much. Yeah, yeah. He literally said it. We're, we were yeah. at the Duomo, the most this beautiful cathedral, and the, the guy was playing music on the street. And I like, I was like, Eve, I'm just, this is the most incredible moment. I just, I'm loving this. And, and I was like, what's wrong? Don't you, don't you think this is incredible? And she was like, yeah, you know, you 
you don't have to. I think you said you know you don't have to talk all the time. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to like enjoy this peaceful, beautiful moment, and you were just like, oh, "This is so beautiful. I think this is so great. This is just the best." And I was like, "Just what a it. tweaker." Meanwhile, my around. stomach still was feeling like there was now like an entire like band of hobbits in there just breaking shit, and they were hobbits. all fucking throwing a big part. They're getting ready to go to war, and I haven't shit now. Mordor, we get into four. <laughs> coming. We get to day four, no shit, and you um, have not shit in four days. Four days. Four days. <laughs> And I think at, at one point you did show me the box of what you've been taking. And it wasn't like it was in Italian. It was in English. And it said Imodium. Don't say that. It, it was in English. It said Imodium on it. I and didn't know. I thought Imodium helped, like, you but, go Oh, my God, Dave. But, but, he, but you were 42 years old. You should know. I'm sure everyone listening knows that Imodium prevents you from shitting. I've never had that. I've never not wanted to poop before. Well, okay, so maybe that's your problem. I just assumed that they knew what they were doing. You had been taking things to prevent, that kept the bug inside of you, basically. Yeah. So basically, I had been clogging my own ass. You corked yourself up and just let everything sit inside you. Yeah, yeah, and his body needs no help doing that anyway. So his body's <laughs> just like, okay, is this what you want? This is what we do, so let's just do this. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And, and and you're trying to, like, enjoy all this, like, cuisine. Oh, yeah, we go to this fancy dinner with the director who's giving us... But you a- ended up puking up. Like, that's, <laughs> you, would, you would eat... You would try to eat, and then you'd end up just vomiting it out. And what did I eat? Oh, I, you're man. like, she just, the, the look oh, that I would get from oh, Eve. Were the yes. Steve, you'd love this. We went out to our fancy dinner, and this guy, do you order livers? No, kidneys. You oh. order kidneys? Yeah. This guy who is sweating bullets because of food poisoning is ordering himself kidneys. Kidneys, and I ate all the, like, crazy sliced meats and cheeses, and I was just like, yeah, well, fuck it. And I was like, just poor decision. When in Rome or Milan. (laughs) (laughs) That's our Dave. It's just like, oh, my, (laughs) just take it easy on your time. So that was the night that all hell broke loose. By the way, romance, I'm no, like, I'm not, I'm not much shame, and I have no shame embarrassing my poor wife, but, like, this woman was in, incredibly sexually frustrated. This trip was supposed to be, like, <laughs> you know, we have two annoying kids that never leave us alone. Like, this was our chance to, like, really just get out a lot of pent-up needs. <laughs> and yeah. to say that I wasn't in, like, you know, fighting form would be an understatement. I was, like, <laughs> fetal. Every time we'd go to the bed, no matter what incredible, you know, thing that Eve might be wearing, I just would, like, fetally, like, curl up and sweat and moan and occasionally vomit. Ah, dude. Yeah, so then we get... (laughs) I didn't know you were puking that much. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. The puke, so that's that night when Eve got really, you actually got really worried. Well, yeah, because at that point we had gotten you some laxatives, and we, I Googled, can you die from taking too many laxatives? And the internet basically said, absolutely yes, because you could get dehydrated. And, and Well, that's and not happens. even a laxative. Yeah, 
So, so well, he, after the Imodium, like two days later, he was like popping all of these laxatives. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I was like, something's going to got to make me shit this. Because I could feel like there was a, a brick of death floating somewhere in my large intestine of just a brick of just satanic, demonic, born out of hell death floating in there. Right. So that's when I, and, and because you were in so much pain, we could not get on a 10 hour airplane ride. I mean, no. it just, you wouldn't have survived it. So it was pretty clear. And because you weren't sleeping either at this point, you were so uncomfortable that we had to take you to the hospital. Yeah, how did you even find I don't I don't remember any of this, Steve, by the way. I was in a bathroom like in our apartment in Milan hurling and Eve I could hear her on the phone with people, I think. Did you know how you even found yeah, where to Paolo, take me? Paolo just Paolo was basically like, Oh, this is what people do in Italy. We just go to ERs, like there's no urgent care, it's just ERs and that seemed to be the case when we went in there. It just seemed most people just had like regular colds. <laughs> or we get there uh. like what was like six in the morning. Uh, yeah, it was very early. Yeah, and it was a nice crowd um, <laughs> of people with, like, the range from, like, a headache yeah. all the way up to, and there was some woman screaming. I remember that. Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh, yes. We wanted so badly to know what she was screaming about. I've recorded it, so I'll have to play it at Ooh. some point and see if an Italian interpreter can help us know what she was screaming about. But um, yeah. it was not nice. No. No. no, it was it was just like a, in a totally an American ER situation. That's what it was. Just gross and homeless people. Yeah, a lot of homeless people using the one bathroom that was right next to me, where I kept thinking I was yeah. gonna have to puke to. And this one guy uh. took an entire bath, shower, and other situations. And we were there for a while, and we realized too, like as people were coming in, if you were either a little like a kid or somebody that had, you know. Uh, there was a scale of importance, and we were not high on the scale. So we were there for a long time, and there was no reception in there. Um, yeah, and, lo- and luckily, eventually, you knew to use your acting abilities to help us out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? So, oh, oh, well, Dave was just like, should I do something? And I was like, it's, it's time that we do something. I don't know how long we're going to be here. So Dave puts Zane. He types faint into his phone, and he, like, shows the guy. Because, of course, no matter where you go in Milan, people speak English, except for the hospital. Yeah, everywhere we went. We could be, like, except for when I was looking for laundry and when I was trying to get to the ER, trying to get get help at the hospital. No one spoke uh, English when we needed them to. And so the guy checking us in, (laughs) not a word. He didn't even know. Like universal words, he didn't seem to know. So I typed "faint" into my into my translator, faint. and I held it up for him, and he was looking at me like sideways, like he didn't really get what I was trying to say. So I feigned a faint. I like I like kind of fluttered my ass. <laughs> it's true, right? <laughs> I feigned <laughs> a faint. <laughs> I rolled my eyes back in my head a little bit. I kind of clutched the counter. I took a knee. And um, sure enough, they came running out from behind, right, Eve? Yeah. No, it worked. Hey, man, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you're going to be an actor, go ahead and wow. act. Go ahead and act. So they took him 
Oh, but then they separated us. They would not let me go with him. Oh, it was so weird. scary because they started pulling me through this like double door, and Eve's coming with all of our stuff, and they forcefully were like, nope. "No," and they yeah. stopped her. And I was like, oh, uh, "Because you, you, you were, you were, you had pretended to faint, but you were not pretending to be very." Ill. Right. So they took you away, and I automatically started panicking. <laughs> Feign to faint. It kills me. So yeah, they. I get taken back, and I'm put on a like uh, a, a little uh, a, a, a stretchery situation um, <laughs> in, in like in like a holding area where I'm not kidding. There was. Like a homeless guy that seemed like he'd gotten in an accident, uh, sitting up and kept wandering away away from one stretcher. Then there was um, a, a person that seemed very sick with like flu-like symptoms, and another one. Great. And then there was an old man in a full-on the wheelie stretcher that they brought in from like a, an emer- like a, like an a, like an ambulance. Dead. I mean, he was if he was dying at the end of life. Dead. He like had the sheet pulled all the way up to the top of his face. And his kids were oh. just crying oh, around no. him. And his mouth was open wide. Do you know what I mean? Like he had the like the, the head tilt back, the eye, the mouth open wide. He oh. was this was it. I was just feet away from this. Oh. Like, just laying on my side, shivering. And <laughs> and by the way, everyone who worked in this place was out of like a hammer film. There was no like they were all like just kind of scary or like n- kind of mean and gruff and like and, and <laughs> so this this, this one comes to me and she's like w- keys where's the keys your wife needs keys and i was like what i uh, i need a doctor and she and apparently eve couldn't find the key to our apartment which <laughs> if you let that apartment door shut without the keys you could not get back into it that was we were warned like never Lock yourself out oh, without your keys. No. Totally effed. Yeah, I, I just when they took you away, I completely panicked. So I just, I was, I had the keys the whole time, but I was flustered enough <laughs> to think that I had lost the keys <laughs> and that you had had them. So now Dave's like laying back there, now paranoidly worried about keys. Sorry to make your life worse. Yeah. <laughs> but I just knew that I had to get to some place that I could communicate with you. So I yeah. left the hospital to get back to our place to get on Wi-Fi so we could actually communicate. And this is the part of the story, dear listeners, where I would like to introduce a little concept that I love and hold dear, and it helps me make it through life, called the silver lining. I believe that all, all events that happen in life always have, there's always an upside. There's always a silver lining. There's always some that's, that's bubble, hidden blessing. In you. That's the writer in you that wants to write in, like, the joyful moment where I am more of a realist, and I just think that some things just suck. And they don't have to have a silver lining. Things could just be bad. Well, I beg to differ. I... All right. Well, to those of you listening, my battery literally just died on my recorder, so I had to run across the street to a liquor store and buy batteries. Let's call Dave and Eve back. To those listening, you have no idea this even happened, but it's been a real stressful couple minutes for me. 
Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Hey, it's a good thing. It's, we call a cliffhanger in the business. Well, it's not a cliffhanger to the listeners because it literally is just a seam of a microsecond where it happens. <laughs> it just ends and then, yeah, they have no idea it even happened until I just said something. But yeah, my batteries died and I watched them. As you were telling your story from the ER, I was just sitting there watching the icon of my battery just go lower and lower. And I was like, oh, please. Anyway, so you ended ended saying there was a silver lining. There's always a silver lining, fair listener. And don't listen to my (laughs) wife. Oh, I really respect and honor her in all regards, except for the fact that she really believes that some circumstances are just shit. I do, too. And that's. That's, that's okay. It, some things are just just bad, and they don't. You don't have to find the good in it. That could be a very <laughs> frustrating process. Yeah. Well, 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 here we go. Are you guys ready? Yeah. So let's hear the silver lining. This is like I'm in Dante's sixth rung of the inferno. Right, by the way, because this was supposed to be our vacation, the first time we're in Italy together, first time we're in Europe alone without the kids. Yeah. First time being without the kids in a while, like all these things where like, highs and lows, highs and lows. Just a suitcase full of sex stuff, just put right under the bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, a suitcase full. She packed an entire suitcase. Full. A suitcase full of sex just stuff should be the title it. of this episode. Yeah. TSA loved examining that bag. <laughs> um, yeah. Took that risk just for this. So this is what you think the silver lining. To you. No, 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 no. There's more silver linings, but let's uh, get to the first one. So, as I've mentioned before, I have been, you know, berated and uh, talked at in a language that I don't understand. And that's on me. I'm not saying it's their responsibility. Yeah, you're in Italy. English, but I'm in their country. That's fine. But I have been not very politely handled, let's say that much. And I am dying, in my opinion. I am <laughs> watching that old man with the sheet pulled up, ready as you let go. I was having these horrible hallucinatory visions of Eve finally being like, like led back there to like ID me or like have to like, you know, make the call back yeah, to yeah. you guys here in LA. Like, Steve, I'm sorry, David died. He went to Milan and he died. He died. died in and, Milan. Um, so I, <laughs> and I was doing weird things in my brain. Like, our friend Elon, I was saying Elon, Milan, Elon, and Milan. I was just like going to weird, strange places. And then yeah. I get a tap on the shoulder. The nurse is going to, with the doctor now, we think we're the doctor now. I was like, okay, great, great, great. So I, I, I try to stand up. I can barely stand up. I'm like limping my way back to this, um, to this office, very tight little office. And I go in and I looked up at the nurse as she's like laying me down on this table. And she's just right out of like a Skinamax after dark circa 1997, like <laughs> yeah. just gorgeous, beautiful woman, Italian, um, very nice, very, you yeah, know, yeah. very easy on the eyes. And she's in her like nurse's outfit. And then she starts joking with the doctor. I look over and the doctor is just right out of like a movie, like this. They're like two models. They, they didn't seem like real doctors and nurses. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like all these like 
teenage fantasies of mine start coming true because they're having to like do full examinations of your body. And, 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 and I'll admit it was kind of painful, but I was still like had a little bit of a smile on my face. And in the back of my mind, I thought, Eve be damned. There's a silver lining to this moment. Um, again, major language barrier. The doctor just not really understanding. And I had to like, you know, do like um, charades for like no <laughs> pooping five days no poopoo lot of puke and I keep adding like an uh on the end of every word because I think that makes it sound more Italian Poopa. and Eve is like mortified when I would do it out in the city I'd be uh, like uh, poop poopa uh yeah and, uh, um um uh, no 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 poopoo by the by the way I remember you you said you were saying laundria when you were looking. For- for laundry laundria yeah yeah Yeah. which which by the way let's take a side note to say that dave did impact enough clothes for this trip so now instead of enjoying the very small amount of healthy time we have to look at these ancient things we're looking for a laundry mat laundria which by the way as we look as we looked it up it's uh not far off it's actually lavenderia Thank laundria you. is not laundria. So these people are looking at him like they're crazy. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like he's crazy because we shouldn't be looking for a laundromat in the first place. We're in Milan. Buy a new shirt. Or, I don't know, pack enough clothes in your suitcase. Yeah. And he also, this was the same moment that he wanted to find like a beat smoothie. And I was like, David, could you be more extra? Oh, could be more work. I understand that you're dying, you're not feeling well, but now I'm looking for a laundromat and a beet smoothie. Like, hey, yes. Eve, newsflash, you married it. I did. So <laughs> I am enjoying my silver lining in the back of the ER with my new friends, and then they she, she take the the just the, the way they jet that this other nurse comes in and just real roughly starts jabbing at me and taking lots of blood. They want to take blood tests. They want to, they also want to make sure I don't have impacted bowels. Yeah. So then they, 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 they draw all this blood. They leave the needle in my arm. They send me up to the, um, <laughs> to the x-ray tech yeah. and I'm laying next to, a, a, <laughs> it was very, it was again, like, like a really, like I was all, we were all crammed into like a little, like, um, it was like the starting gate of a horse race, me and like three other people on stretchers. And there was one woman who was going through um, like, treatments for what seemed to be a very, very terrible illness. Mm-hmm. There was an old man who had fallen and was bleeding and they were x-raying him. And then a young guy who was just complaining to his mom about something in Italian. And I, and, and I was like, <laughs> and I was so annoyed. So I was like, how come his mom gets to be here and my wife can't be Yeah, here? that is so, weird. They finally pushed me into the x-ray area to get my abdomen, you know, x-rayed. And the guy, <laughs> he's like, he kind of gets me to stand up and he put my hand over my head. And, and he's trying to x-ray my, my chest and my and my abdomen. And, and he's trying to say what I realized after was, don't breathe. Like, hold your breath. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This, this guy was next to the uh, next to the receptionist. The, they, they were the two worst uh, when it came to any form of, of communication, even even if I'm talking to someone and I don't speak the language, I feel like I could do a better job than this. So what he was doing was <laughs> standing back in his little booth, hitting the like X-ray button and go and yelling at me, breathe, breathe, and I was like, Whoa. so I started breathing, and he's like, no, 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 breathe. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. he's like, no, no, 
running back out to me and he's like, no, you gotta, uh, uh, and he's like, shows me, demonstrates holding breath. I was like, <laughs> oh, you want me to not breathe? Okay, pal, you got it. We're good. <laughs> so I do the holding the breath and then he comes uh. out and he lays me down and as he's laying me down, he's like, um, you are American? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, my friend live in California. And I was like, oh, I live in, in California. He's like, oh, my friend, uh, he lives in uh, a Sherman Hoax. And I was like, <laughs> Sherman Hoax? Oh, Sherman Oaks. I live, I live by Sherman Oaks. That's where I live. <laughs> you know Ricky? Ricky, live, you know Ricky? You Ricky. live in a Sherman Oaks. Ricky. You know Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. And I was like, Ricky? He's like, yeah, you know Ricky. Work at the university in uh, Sherman Oaks. You know Ricky? The and I was like, I, it's, a, it's kind of a big place, man. I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, God. So he takes his x-rays. I wait about another hour. Now I have no idea where Eve is. I haven't heard or been able to communicate with her for a couple of hours. I get down to the doctor and the, you know, that, 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 that beautiful pair again. And it wasn't a hallucination. It was real. So anyway, you were having weird hallucinations right before you went into the Skinamax. Yeah. And they're like, Tits out yeah. and like a plastic stethoscope. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, was it? A, were they wearing pleather? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. That this is all a hallucination. Nope. It's called the silver lining. Hold on. Says Hold. like. Oh, there we go. The doctor just says like you're fine, you're okay, like you can go, and I I haven't been treated at all, and I. I guess I got some peace of mind getting all this blood work back and, and knowing that I did not have, in fact, impacted bowels. But I was like... Yeah, you weren't dehydrated. I wasn't dehydrated. Wow. Yeah. You didn't have impacted bowels. So we at least knew that you were... That you were, like, were not dying. And that was enough to get you mentally <laughs> to a place where we could go get you an enema. So uh, I go hey, and I surprised hey. Eve at this, at the, at she, guess what restaurant she was eating at when I found her? The Italian restaurant downstairs. Yeah, the one that I should have gone to in the first place. It which, was delicious. I ate there twice and I would have eaten there multiple times. <laughs> so I go and I find her and she was all like happy, obviously, that I wasn't dead and that like they weren't going to keep me for two days and... And and they and she's like, what did they do for you? And I was like, um, nothing. I got a finger up my butt. That's about it. And she was like, uh. all right, come on. So we she got me a uh, got me. An <laughs> we go back up to the apartment. a pizza. You know, Ricky. There's not a lot of boundaries in this marriage. But you didn't. You did that yourself. I did it myself because I was too embarrassed. And then wow. it worked like a. Shot. It Freaking charm. A charm. And we were in this beautiful old apartment in downtown Milan. And as soon as I went to the bathroom, it was like I just saw that that new uh, horror movie that's in the Conjuring universe, like mm -hmm. the the Curse of uh, La Lorena, La Lorena, La Lorona, yeah. yeah. La Lorona. Um, it was like that. Like you know when the demons close and all of a sudden the walls start rattling and like the windows like open and close. Yeah. That happened <laughs> as I started to like my body started to evacuate itself finally and Eve was like, Hallelujah. It, I mean, there was such a velocity of wind that went through the apartment, like all the doors slammed really quick and I was like, It's gone. <laughs> the demon has it's been gone. exercised. Oh my god.
Wait, how much so, water do you push up in there when you give yourself an enema? This thing was about tiny. Was, it was tiny. It looked like it looked like the size of like a prescription bottle, and I don't think it was just water. I think it's it's got no, no, it's not just water. some stimulant or something in there yeah. that makes you go. I don't know, <laughs> a yeah, muscle yeah, relaxer. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but it was probably yeah. only like three ounces. It Ready for really my big cool. scene? But that, that is what. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> dumb, uh, dumb. Well, dumb. So, so, so then, silver lining. Oh ready boy. for silver linings playbook? I'm going to publish a new novel called The Silver Linings P- Playbook for Travelers. David no. and Eve. Me? No, no. No one's going that nice with your best friend and your wife. I'm with, yep, e- I'm with, I'm with Eve on this. So we, I felt totally rejuved, recharged, ready to rock, <laughs> and we headed back out into Milan, and we had a magical, wonderful, incredible time. Before we were so exhausted from not sleeping all the rest of the time that we passed out. That's true. So we did get a couple of, of hours in Milan today. That were really magical and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Lots of highs. Lots of lows. Lots of lows. A lot of lows. Remember, of lows. if there's anything you take away from this, when you are traveling in a foreign land and you don't speak the language and there seems to be a totally uh, capable, if not exceptional, restaurant within a, mu- a mere few feet of your front door, go there. Just go there. Just yeah. Go there. Just go there. Just go there. And if there's a shady looking fast food joint down the down the road that isn't even the 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 cuisine of the culture in which you are currently hanging out, yeah. just walk right by. Just keep going. Just keep looking around. Just keep going, you dingus. Come on. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> to pick food that will not give you gastroenteritis. Gastroenteritis. You yeah. big we dummy. Found out that what you had gastroenteritis, which turns out was fueled by the cold medicine that you had taken. That's true. Exacerbated by oh. this meth that I took made everything a everything, lot worse. Everything from the emodium to the cold medicine kept amplifying your symptoms. Yeah, I'd say the your first, mis- first mistake other than the food was uh, the emodium. I blame the PA. And secondly, no. by the way, guys, Here's the silver lining in all this. No, there's no silver linings here. Other than I get a great podcast. <laughs> we add another weird puke and pooping story to the Desmalton archive because we are just full of them. Unlimited supply. Yeah. There you go. Well, you, Eve, you guys Instagram that just on your trip to Kansas City this last week, you puked in the airport. Yeah. It was amazing. We were in the little, um, the little crowded cafe area at LAX, waiting to board our flight with two rowdy, annoying, and annoyed children. <laughs> well, I had yeah, Penny, who's two on one side, and Arlo, who's five on the other side. We were in this very crowded food court. No one's in a good mood. No, everyone just wants to get where they're going. Everyone's eating the crappy airport food. We're real smushed in there, and. Uh, just in a snap of a finger, I'm like, I'm going to vomit. I went from being just fine to I'm going to vomit. What a miracle that I had a little plastic bag. It, I mean, silver was, lining. Oh I had. Oh Jesus, oh that's so, not. Go you, ahead. That's not what a silver lining is, dude. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's just luck. That's luck. <laughs> that's just luck. So, <laughs> 
I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it to a bathroom. It was coming on that quickly. So because of my puking, passing out thing, I knew to like rest my head on the table and immediately the kids know something's wrong and I start vomiting and Arlo screaming, mommy's puking, mommy's going to die. Like around. <laughs> going to yeah. die. Yeah, mom's going to die. Like, Everybody. Mommy's puking. She, Eve's a very like, I'm, I, I'll put it all out on the, Eve's a much more shy and like quiet, like let's not draw attention to ourselves kind of person. Yeah. And, 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 and she's just hurling into this plastic bag with her head hidden underneath the table while dozens of people are eating their lunch around us. So yeah. she also doesn't want to ruin everybody's lunch. And our son is just announcing proclaiming it, it. just pointing it out to everyone. And while, while Arlo's doing that, Penny is just on the other side of me grabbing my shirt going, Mommy, Mommy, yeah. and crying and Screaming. And the like, place I'd gotten my food from hadn't given me the right size for the side oh that no. I ordered. So I was trying to go back. I really wanted to get that corrected. Kind of that was my priority oh, in the moment. Right, right, you. Silver lining. But, <laughs> silver, silver lining. Silver lining. Was that I? It, when it was over, it was over, and we put, we wrapped up that plastic bag, cleared out our entire area. So that was great. We got much more space. Yeah. We did get a lot more space. Yeah, silver lining. Yeah, and I was, and I luckily was just fine, and I it didn't continue uh, on the airplane. What Dude. caused that? I think well, a couple theories. Couple when, theories. When we were going to the airport, I had gotten like a naked juice, and as soon as I tasted, it, I was like, "There's something wrong about this." It's naked the weird juice. thing oh, that you get it. a naked juice or anything else that's perishable at a place like a CVS yeah. or one of those places yeah. where that's you it. know at night they might turn the refrigerators off. Yep, yeah. that's it. You know, so, I even had I even had a moment when I was buying it at the CVS, being like, "I shouldn't be doing this," but the date was date fine. was fine, and then I also bought a I. I, I lifted, I will say, a kombucha uh, at the little place that got my side order wrong, and I felt justified in a free kombucha, which, by the way, once Eve took the sip of it, I hadn't tasted it. She goes, I don't think you should drink this. I think things are wrong with it. So she got, she was two for two Double on dust. drinking questionable yeah. items. It was one It was one of those two because I, I, I happened to think it was the kombucha, weirdly enough, because I didn't puke the entire contents of my stomach. Right. I just puked up basically the kombucha. What you had just sipped, just started yeah. coming back out. Weird. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, it might have been that. But, I mean, it just came on so quickly, I couldn't even get to a bathroom. So yeah, yeah, it was right there day. in the middle of the food court. Food, the food court funnies. Just another Tuesday with the consultant. <laughs> just Tuesday. Yeah, it was a, yeah, yeah, on our way to the big old KC. I'm so glad I wasn't Good. traveling with you. Oh, you would love it, Stephen. No. You would love traveling with even Arlo and Penny and Dave. Oh, we are a blast. The poor oh. people. The woman that was seated in the third seat that was next to even Penny on our flight back, the look of, like, evil Hate. on her face when she's, yeah, just pure hatred. And I was yeah, like. Penny wasn't even doing the thing that she was doing in the airport, which was laying down and screaming while we were trying to check in. Yeah, just uh, laying uh, flat and just oh saying, my God. Go ahead and scream. Yeah. Oh, more. The silver lining is don't have to. There's your silver lining. Terrible twos. We just gave you the advice. Uh, Yeah, so. There it is. For traveling as much as we do, it's amazing that there's always this kind of chaos. There's always some good stories, at least. Yeah. Good stuff for an podcast. This is great. Um, All right. Well, I think we did it, you guys. Thanks, man. You really bailed me out. 
<laughs> Silver lining. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Um, well, thanks, guys, and uh, hopefully I'll be back out in L.A. soon. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you need to fly back in from Riverside, just uh, give it a shot. <laughs> Crash here anytime. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Back to the Hope, the right, Hope bye, Network. Steven. Bye, Bye. Bye. Well, there we go, guys. That was a ugh. That really is my nightmare. Um, getting sick while traveling. It, it's just uh, nothing. And even more, and more specifically, like being in another country and getting sick sounds horrible. But if you have a hospital access to a hospital, or even if you can just lay low in your hotel room, that's okay. But actually flying being on a plane and being sick is my nightmare it's happened a couple times not throwing up or diarrhea thankfully but like sinus infections like fever um that's happened and even that's just hell and you're just stuck with strangers on a tiny one of uh my biggest fears and I know people that regularly get airsick, like even the slightest bumps, they just eh, throw up, I'll throw up. And they just do it like on, on so many flights. They're so used to it. Oh, and they don't, and they keep flying. If that was my case, if I was one of those people that just threw up a lot when I flew, I'd rent cars or something. I, I, I'd just drive or take a train. Ugh. All right, well, we did it, you guys. I'm so glad I got a guest. Thank you, Dave and Eve. Really bailed me out. And um, hopefully next week, guys, I'll have some better uh, updates as far as what I'm dealing with out here. Uh, Regardless, I'll let you know either way. Uh, Have a great weekend, great week, and thanks for listening. Bye. Star Bands Audio, a podcast network.